everybody. Welcome back. I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Alana. Today. We're talking about it. Hair. <laughs> I'm as free as my hair. Ooh, the musical. No, we're not here to talk about hair, the musical. Or the Gaga song, which, by the way, right. I've never actually like listened to straight through because about midway through, I get really, really sad and start crying. And oh it's like God. too much. Anyways, on a whole unrelated level, we're talking about hair today. So we did a beauty standards episode. Yes, we did. This is a bit of a spinoff. Yeah, Would just you sort of inspired from like more of like the categories of the, more specific and in depth of all, all the standards and, and totally. how they uh, affect uh, us as minorities and as women. Totally. So today we're talking about hair. We thought it'd be a good time to talk about hair because I think I shocked Jackie a little bit when I told her <laughs> that summertime and the big V word, vacation. I was like, vagina? No. <laughs> <laughs> that has its own set of like fears for black women. But vacation specifically is a word that I think most Americans, regardless of what color you are, are like, fuck yeah, vacation. Black women, we stress out when that word is introduced to us. Yeah, and you're going on vacation soon. I'm going so. I'm leaving next month for Europe. Oh and gosh. I'm definitely having some of that black girl panic because black hair is its own animal it's its yes. own it literally is it's 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 its own beast in a way it's a beautiful beast it, it is it truly is and it's a girl who straightens her hair a lot and we'll get to that in the episode I mean, um, you've talked i mean even just in you've talked about your straightening of your hair here and oh, there before right. but i mean i feel like we should just talk about you should always just talk more about it why not yeah, yeah. so generally for black women vacation is a scary word because the first thing we think is what are we going to do with our hair we usually get our hair done before vacation, yeah. and then whatever happens on the vacation, we, it out. we have to figure it out or like really pre-plan. Do you have Do you have like a horror story of like things started to go awry <sighs> with your hair or something, and then you just sort of had to uh, improvise? I don't know. Like- I went to Spain earlier this year. And I had all of my na- my natural hair kit, but I forgot my wide-tooth comb, which anyone who's listening, if you don't know what that is, it is a comb with very large, long bristles. A- and it's meant to be able to, like, really comb through really um, cr- extremely curly hair. And I forgot that comb at home. And so I essentially, the entirety of the time in Spain, my hair was, like, in a bun, just sort of, like, gelled, slicked back with activator because I didn't have my comb, so I couldn't let oh, it go like I big and beautiful see. and wild and free because I, it would be a bitch to comb out oh. once I got home. Or even worse, I would start to develop what black women call a little orphan Annie, which is when... Jeez, oh, you guys should all see the look on my face <laughs> when she said that. <laughs> which essentially is like when the, the top, more visible layer of your hair uh-huh. is pretty and wavy, but underneath it's like a tangled, knotted mess. Oh, I see. Which is like one of the many banes of existence of black hair mm. for women. It's this idea of like, we cannot comb it through and it's going to quite literally become nappy beyond uh, wow, beyond any measure that we could control. I see. So that Oof. was, yeah. So that was, I think, the last like hair emergency that mm-hmm. I had. But generally when I go on vacation... I take my frizzies. I take my activator, which is Miss Jessie's curly pudding. An activator is a um, it's a moisturizing curl encourager, if you will. Oh my god! It's a thing that black women or black men put on their hair to encourage natural waves or natural oh, curls. Like to you come already through. have it, but it just gives it more. It's like that extra push. Yeah. 
Wow, I'm learning so much. Like it creates more of a clean, kinky oh, line. Oh, okay. I so see it's what less you mean. frizzy and more smooth. Curly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It smooths it out and makes it more have that look be complete. Totally. Or like for dudes wearing a wave cap, they would like put on their activator after they've washed their hair, put on their wave cap, and once they took their wave cap off, like they would have those natural waves. Oh, that's gorgeous. Thank you. So all of that being said, I forgot my wide tooth comb. I couldn't like rock the beautiful natural hair on vacation but even Mm. to like come to a place where I was okay rocking my natural hair was definitely a feat yeah 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 so want to talk about it shall we talk talk about about it it? let's let's dive in so for those of you that don't know black hair care that industry is a 774 million dollar industry million with an m not billion with a b (laughs) almost a billion Almost. Close to a billion. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, yeah. we were in the billion range. I'm not, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Because black people take their hair and their hair care very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. It is not a game to us. No, no, no. For a variety of reasons. Yeah. Reason number one, quite literally, our hair is the, quote, other hair. Most yes. people's hair is straight, kind of curly, frizzy, but, like, our hair has its own vocabulary. Yeah. It has its own grading system. Mm-hmm. It has its own set of of needs and circumstances. Yeah. Literally, like, the fibers of the hair. It's completely totally different. Totally different. Even if you are whiter, Hispanic, or Asian, it still feels like and looks like all the same. Yeah. And black people have just a whole, like you said, like, it's a whole different world. Totally. Like, if you go to a black hair care um, store mm-hmm. and you're looking for curl care specifically it's not an uncommon question is not um, so what type of curl do you have and maybe to someone that doesn't know what that means I'd be like uh, I don't know I have curly hair black people we can tell you the grade of our hair I am a 3b my natural hair is a 3b curl somewhere in between a kink and a tight coil oh my if gosh you will. that's so specific so like one is straight yeah all the way to the tightest curl you could possibly imagine. I believe that's 4B. Wow. And everything in between. And so, like, that's what I mean when I say, like, we have a different yeah, it, it, vocabulary. It literally, and, stuff. like, it has a life of its own. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. It curls when it wants to curl. Absolutely. It'll do this when it wants to do it. And you have to use these products and right. everything and tricks. And you learn as you mm-hmm. get older. And yeah. you learn from your mamas and your, totally. and your aunts and your friends. And, like, we don't use, we meaning African-American people as a whole, we don't necessarily use the uh, the common, quote-unquote, hair care. Like, we're not hitting up the L'Oreal's and oh, the Pantene's totally. and the Herbal Essences. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that is white person hair care at its finest. Mm-hmm. We're in the cream of nature category. Mm-hmm. We're in the Miss Jessies and the mixed chicks uh, veins where you kind of have to go above and beyond to find this stuff. Yeah, Target's kind of good because it's got some some multicultural hair care, okay. but generally we have to go <laughs> to a specific place or a couple different stores to 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 get the hair care that we need yeah. to keep our stuff looking fly and normal, curly or normal, whatever, whatever that is to you. I remember I had a black roommate in college and. She had all these different kinds of like shampoos and conditioners, and I was like, "Whoa, I've never seen these brands before." Mm-hmm. She was like, kind of explaining to me about like why and how it was necessary to like condition after or before, like all this stuff. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like it's so much. There's so much more that goes into what it looks like on the outside, taking care of just the basics. Yeah, right. Like definitely. And and I think I've been blessed. Yeah, because you've had, like, this long, beautiful, lush, thick hair for as long as I've known you. Right, which is kind of what society and every girl 
wants. Like right. I was like I remember growing up, people coming up to me and being like grabbing my hair and just being like, "I love your hair. I want it. I wish I had hair like you." And to me, I that was kind of my first introduction to being like, "I'm really confused." Like there's like I I've had my hair my whole life. It's no right. big deal. It's just my fucking hair. Right. And then realizing like, holy shit! Like everyone wants this perfect sleek black hair. And I sort of, not that I took it for granted, I just didn't know how valuable society puts, like, the value on it, Like, you know? is, question, is Asian hair, like, politicized like it is here in the United States? Because it doesn't seem like it? I don't think so. I think it's maybe okay. more of just, like, a standard. Okay. You know? Of, yeah. like, there's no statement we try to make with our hair. Got, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Got it. No, yeah. Because it obeys us. Like, it listen, it's like, it's tamed. Like, there's nothing you have yeah. to do. You literally put it up, put it down. Mm-hmm. That's it, you know? For sure. Um, where was I going with this? Anyways, it's Sorry, just I oh, cut you off. I and then I I remember when I was in my teens, um, that documentary from Chris Rock came out. Yeah, good hair, good hair, good hair. Yeah. Uh huh. And that was my first. I think I was fourteen, mm-hmm. and I remember watching that documentary and being like, "Holy moly!" I had no idea that that world existed, mm-hmm. and I have no, and I had no idea how much emphasis they put on hair like mine or Indian girls' hair or the hair. Um, the hair industry, mm-hmm. the virgin hair, the weaves, the the chopping off, the stealing of hairs in India. Yeah, like literally, you're you're a young girl, you have beautiful hair in the ponytail. You wake up in the morning and your ponytail's it's chopped gone. off. Yeah, you're stolen. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was just so eye opening for me. And I think from that on, I I I had way more of a awareness about hair than I did. You touched on something a little bit earlier, and I wanted to just go back to it. Um, you were talking about your college roommate and how she had products and brands that were foreign to you yeah yeah see as a black woman that's really common like I can tell you all of my white girlfriend's hair problems whether it's too fine too limp not enough volume can't hold a curl whatever like I can list off white girl hair problems right White people cannot list off black girl hair problems. No They cannot even begin to start. Similarly, they don't know the products that we use. Absolutely. I can tell you the popular hair care products for white women. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because they don't make commercials for those products. No, definitely not. Um, And that's true. Mm -hmm. That's so funny that you know white girl hair problems, but we obviously don't know. Unless, obviously, you're exposed to something like the documentary or you have a, you know, you grew up with. I don't know, a close black girlfriend. But Mm -hmm. even then, it's like, we don't. Well, it's the, and I think that that comes from the not really ever needing to know or understand. Yeah. It's similar to uh, white people not really having to understand race relations as it relates to black people and the cops. Right, 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 It's not a reality that they're ever going to have to live. Just like turned off that right. part. So why yeah. do I why should I have to pay attention to yeah. this reality that's never going to be my right. own? Whereas a lot of minorities in general or, you know, uh, we could you could twist that analogy, you know, uh, going both ways. Mm-hmm. You guys have you guys do straighten the hair. You guys do know what it's like to have that hair that other people have. Totally. And so you experience that world, but they don't you don't get a white person be like, I want to have, I want to no. have some kinky nappy hair. Like, I want, <laughs> I want to have a fro. No, like, you hear white people say, I want curly hair. Yeah, but never kinky. Certainly never nappy. Yeah. which is interesting because why not? Like, what you know what I mean? It's like 
if I like, I remember watching the documentary and be like, if I was a black girl, I'd love to have a fro. Like, I'd love to wear it. Like, it would be so, for me, it'd be so cool to just sort of like experience, just like the thought of like what that would be like. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that and like entertaining that. Mm-hmm. Whereas most people would never. Well, you know, or even question. I see what you're like, saying. Why not? I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that black hair has been heavily politicized ever yeah. since slavery. Yeah. Like, black hair, I think above any other kind of hair has had politics attached to it completely because if you think about it rocking your natural hair it's a very direct symbol of your blackness totally it's a tie to your african ancestry and so like during slave days the outdoor slaves would have to wear scarves over their heads they'd have to cover up the hair their natural Mm -hmm. hair but if you were an indoor slave you would have to wear a wig made of white woman's hair because it was more acceptable Mm. it was viewed as cleaner um, more aesthetically pleasing within the home, uh-huh. serving white people and being around their white company. I see. Yeah. Because then, like, maybe they wouldn't be distracted. Correct. Or whatever it is, feeling weird. Right. Seeing her, you know, her natural state. Right. But similarly, it wouldn't be off-putting for white people. It wouldn't scare white people. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so you had then, after slavery, people would straighten their hair until the 60s, 70s, you had the natural hair movement, Uh which was often conflated with the civil rights movement. Right. And it was this idea that I, as a black woman, should be proud of who I am. I'm going to rock my natural hair. At that time, the most common form of natural hair rockage was a fro. Right. right, right. Uh, Angela Davis was a big proponent of the, the afro. And the politics of that were, I'm not going to change who I am to make white people feel more comfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the hair that naturally grows out of my head. Mm-hmm. It's and who the disco I movement, am. all of that, like I think really. Oh helped. my god, I totally forgot about the disco yeah. movement. You're totally right. Yeah, because people at that time needed some fantasy. They needed some escape. Yeah. They needed a break. And people from were wearing reality. afro wigs. For sure. Yeah. 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 And it was as much fashion as it was, I think, if we're talking straight disco, I think it was as much as it was uh, a statement, a fashion statement, I think it was also a statement of, I'm here, I'm living my best, most free life. Right. I'm in this movement. Yeah. Because the outside world is really... Uh, draining on my spirit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why I think disco in as a whole existed and was so popular Free and liberating. Yeah, you got to just be you, but and... also still makes resurgences too. I feel like there's a little bit of disco coming back. Yeah, with this political climate that we're in now, people need an escape. Yeah, yeah, I love disco. I grew up with a lot of disco music. Totally, yeah. but the aesthetic of disco, yeah, is very fantasy. It is. It's shiny. Mm-hmm. There's glitter. There's yeah. sparkles. There's big hoop earrings. It's gaudy it's... in the best possible it is for sure (laughs) right colors in your face like for definitely in the best way possible oh absolutely (laughs) but um i wanted to to introduce a phrase to this conversation so we're talking about black hair but there's also a um a politic in play when it comes to black hair it's called the politics of respectability there is a relationship mm-hmm. between black hair and the politics of respectability. So the oh politics my. of respectability refers to marginalized groups policing themselves and other members of their demographic on basis of morality, propriety, and aesthetics in order to show their social values as being continuous and compatible with dominant culture rather than challenging the majority for its failure to accept differences. Let me explain from a personal standpoint what that means. (laughs) All right, give it to me. So 
as a young black girl growing up in an upper middle class family, there was a lot of importance placed on your daughter's hair. So my mother, me, my hair being laid. That was a big thing. Laid meaning? Straightened. Straightened. Laid is uh, an older way of saying straightened. Okay. But young black girls are taught to covet straight hair from a very young age. And we grow up with the reality that attaining that look means hours in the salon, means deep conditioning treatments, means you can't sweat, means you cannot get your hair wet, means you have to tie your hair at night. There's a lot of different steps that we and hoops to jump through in order to maintain maintain that look. Uh Because in certain classes whether you're middle but whether you're black middle class or upper middle class black or upper class black specifically if your daughter's hair was not laid it was looked at as you're on financially hard times Mm. you're not successful financially and furthermore you're a bad parent oh my god how dare you let your daughter's hair be nappy like that like oh totally and within black communities that was very much a thing that would be talked about wow for sure and it was talked about in a a nice, nasty way, as I like to nice, say. Nice, nasty. I love that. Yeah. Like, oh, that hair is really cute. Mm-hmm. Like that <laughs> that kind of a thing where you know that it's not really a compliment. Yeah. Like backhanded almost. Or yeah. Like, or signifying. It's like yeah. talking around something, but not yeah. actually speaking to what it actually is. Right. And this is a way of life for a lot of black girls, myself included. Uh-huh. The idea that you have to have straight hair, you have to maintain this European aesthetic because it's more comfortable for white people. It's also more accepting. It's more accepting. And depending where you are, it may instantly give you, you you become one of us. Definitely. Versus, oh, that that one. Like, you know, it's it's the filters are almost removed in a way where they accept you instantly yeah and you're able to be more professional totally maybe get that job mm-hmm. maybe get that raise maybe get that bonus mm-hmm. subconsciously somehow mm-hmm. um through all of that yeah in this white society and the policing of black hair is the most prominent in black communities for the record i've mm-hmm. never had a white person come up to me and be like Ugh. That hair, mm -mm -mm. that's not our image. Go and change it. Like, generally, that policing comes from black communities, from generally older black women. Women Who don't approve or don't agree. Right. Or had to grow up in a time where they were forced to straighten their hair because it was more, um, it was. They had to survive somehow. Yeah. And that was how they did it. I see. And so you get that a lot from the older generation to the younger generation. Because the younger generation Natural hair and that movement is still very much alive and well. It is. We are all making our own decisions on how we want to wear our hair, how we want to. I think it's way more acceptable now, more than ever. For sure. Um, because you do have stat- people of status mm-hmm. and symbol and merit that are rocking that look. Right. And I think it's changing the perception and the idea of, you know, clearly like someone like Viola Davis, you know, rocking her natural look. Mm-hmm. They're not, it's going to, I'm sure maybe some people have an adverse reaction to it, but the fact that she's still fucking Viola Davis and she rocks. And so those like moments of, hey, look, this is okay. Hey, look, this is acceptable. Mm -hmm. I think over time, um, Black Panther, you know, um, what's her face? Uh, Lupita, Lupita. you know? You were going to talk about Denai and I was like, wait, she's bald. (laughs) Yeah. She's also fucking great. Yeah. She's bald. That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. and, but then even in Walking Dead, she rocks her braids, you know? It's like... Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's it's a 
I mean, granted, in Walking Dead, there would be no way for her to straighten her hair. But um, no. but I think that's good. I think it's it's making it like for the f- for the first time in a long time, um, something that I think is slowly like being cracked down. You know? For sure, I think with with the the politics of respectability in terms of black hair. I've always had a big issue with yeah. that thought, with the with those politics, because the politics of respectability dismisses the inherent racism mm, that is involved true. with um, those politics. Uh, so it dismisses the fact that we are saying in order to be successful in the white world, you have to look like a white person or at least maintain a European aesthetic. Yeah. It ba- it's basically saying, hey, black people, if you guys want to survive, you have to do it this way. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is the white way. Right. No one's going to take you seriously if you have right. plated hair or braided right. hair. Which is bullshit. Right. Or your natural hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But nonetheless, like that. It happens. And it's. All the time. All the time. Still, to this day. I'm sure someone who, someone who auditions. Jesus. I'm <laughs> someone who interviews <laughs> for a job that maybe has straight hair and they're both black versus someone who. Who interviews for a job and maybe rocks her natural look, you know, uh, doing a scientific study, mm-hmm. I'm sure nine times out of ten, the person with straight hair will get hired. Totally. You know? Mm-hmm. That's just yeah, reality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I remember when I started to rock my natural hair in college, which... Uh-huh. I love your natural look. I've never actually seen it in person. Thank you. It's a lot of work. Straight hair is actually just quite easier for Interesting. me. Um, the natural hair is a lot of washing, deep conditioning, mm. some sort of like I guess shining. Um, I'm not ex- saying this right at all. Um, a glaze on it to make it look shiny. Yeah. Because sometimes with all the curl, it That's, can look a little dull. I'm so fascinated because then even even your natural look also has to be essentially, if you want to present yourself to the world, right. worked on. Totally. That blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, because I can maintain a blowout for at least five to eight days and not doing much just not putting doing much. it back or and putting like dry shampoo in it uh-huh. straightening the necessary pieces that aren't yeah. straight going it over going over it right when i have my natural hair it is like an everyday gotta make sure wow. that it's not too frizzy i have to make sure that it's not dried out because natural hair or curly hair just naturally is weaker than straight hair every really? be- yeah every bend in the hair is a weakness in the strand if you want to think about it like that, like the huh, the I idea that black girl hair, like black hair doesn't grow. That's a myth. Black yeah, hair yeah. absolutely grows. It grows about an inch a month, depending on health and genetics. Uh-huh. However, because natural hair is naturally curly, it holds less moisture because it's curly because every bend in the strand is a weakness point. Interesting. I've never thought about it that way. Oh, yeah, totally. Or if you think about, like, someone with really long hair, part of the reason they have really long hair is because they their hair is stronger because it's not, it's more hydrated. It's not as, um, it's not as, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like fortified? No, it's not as sensitive to breakage. Oh, if that I makes see. any sense. Try, I, I don't think I'm there yet, but I'm trying to wrap my hair, her, head around my hair around it. You're way, um, <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. So curly hair, bend in the shaft. It's a little bit weaker. Um, it's more prone to breakage because it can be drier versus oh, straight hair, I see. which tends to be more hydrated because there's less bends in the shaft. Because it's more hydrated, it won't right. break as easily. Exactly. It also uh, looks longer when it gets longer. So it comes down to actually the dead protein, because that's what it is. 
how, 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 because it's so curly, the hydration is almost like sucked out of it. Correct. In, in a way. In a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. we keep putting it in with like oils and yeah. creams and all of that stuff, but generally it just tends to be drier all around because curly hair sucks moisture. Oh. Curly hair, period, sucks moisture. Couple that with the fact that African American hair can just tend to be drier all around. That's like one I of our basic. Um, that makes sense now because. Oh my gosh, my mind is blown because I have met a lot of people who just have curly hair naturally Mm -hmm. and like they talk about putting product in their hair. And to me, I've never put product in my hair ever in my entire, like I've never probably spent more than a hundred dollars. Like, I I don't know. I only buy shampoo and conditioner. And even when I had my, like, remember when I had (laughs) my, (laughs) what? (laughs) Jackie. Sorry. Don't blame it on my parents. I'm not blaming it on anybody. Um, I'm just I'm I'm jealous. Uh, even remember when I had like my really really short hair? Yeah, I would just shampoo it. I wouldn't even condition. Got it. Um, okay. Because the you know there's no there's like no uh, damage because right. it's always like so uh, fresh and mm-hmm. anyways, um, <laughs> and so now that makes sense because every time like I've talked like to Chelsea yeah. and to I have a couple friends that have really wavy hair and they're like yeah I just get out of the shower and I put some product in it and to me that was always so fucking weird like you, why do you have to put product in your hair if you're getting out of the shower but now I get it oh yeah. my gosh mm-hmm. it's a way of protecting our hair yeah. in the long run in the long run um, what was I, where was I going with this oh I know what I was going to say I didn't really realize the politics of curly hair until I started to wear it in college and I think the first time that I was really hit with like the politics of it was uh-huh. I was I went to school in upstate New York and I was flying home for Christmas and my hair got patted down by TSA what and it was one of those moments where I was like my volume was spiked <laughs> up real loud and it was one of the moments where like truth be told I never knew what my real texture was like before going to college I never dealt with my natural hair until college so getting to college and not really having people around to straighten it or do it yeah, properly your salon, whatever your like life of here was yeah like it different. was totally different there but I remember going through TSA and, you patted your fucking- and a woman patted my hair down and I said excuse me what are you doing and she said I have to make sure there's nothing in there and I said well how come you're not patting other people's hair down and she looked at me and then looked down the line, and it was, and I was in line full of white people with I'm straight hair, short hair, and it was one of those like, oh, okay, I get it. This is what it means to have your hair politicized. Wow. This is what it means to have your hair policed. Jesus, right? There was no like, I'm oh, I'm sorry, let me touch your hair now. Yeah, like, ma'am, just letting you know, there was I'm none of that. It was she very just straight much went up to just a pat, 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 like I was a sheep in a zoo. Oh, I, and I, that was the first that time. Makes me furious. But it happens a lot. I'm not the only black no, girl that's had that, that experience. I'm sure plenty of people have, uh, have, have black people have had that, but mm-hmm. that's fucked up. Totally. Because for some older white people, natural hair. It's not the black people, just it's just the thumb Asian your people. nose at the system. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, I mean, like, that was the first time where I was like, oh, you think. My hair is really an other, and it, you think that yeah. because I have this hair, somehow my worldview, my politics, yeah. my um, abilities as a human, as a human being, yeah. or what I could be quote unquote up to as a black woman, yeah, 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 yeah. are now all suddenly called into question. Right. And I wish I could be like, oh yeah, that's that, that, that's a one off. No, I've had plenty of African American friends who have natural hair. Many of them have afros, and they get their hair patted down by TSA. And oh. it's never like, hey, let me touch that hair. My hands are clean. It's very. It's just like, got to do this. It's just, wow. it's part of safety. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm totally. Speechless. I think the one 
event that sticks out in my mind when it came when it comes to curly hair and how I felt about curly hair and I think there's a lot of African American women that have maybe had a similar experience mm-hmm. was um, I think it was 14 but I remember the magazine was Glamour Magazine <laughs> and I used to be like a hardcore magazine reader for like a, a hot minute I thought oh maybe I'd want to write for a magazine when I grew up who knows hmm. um, and there was a, a hair article and it was all about hair for different events of your life so okay. it's like weekend hair yeah like special event hair work hair Uh and I remember specifically in the work hair uh section they were talking about professional styles to wear your hair in for work now natural hair by and large has never been looked at as professional for some reason we just cannot we cannot get past the fact that someone with natural hair Mm -hmm. Can, Even like I think the bit most prominent, like going back a little bit to the disco, it was all about fun and mm-hmm. music and being wild. Yeah, totally, you know? definitely. And I remember reading in this article: if you have curly hair, you should straighten it. It's not professional. It looks unclean. Wow. Something like that in a nutshell. And yeah. at fourteen, being like, oh, this magazine that I read religiously and aspire to at that time aspire to write for, and I guess in some place in my heart like I want to be in this magazine I want to be reflected in this magazine Mm. to know that that was put in print like curly hair is not professional and if you know anything about magazine production it's not just like an article is written and it's sent to print those articles go through many eyes exactly so not approved like seeing that and Mm. and knowing the fact that for a big magazine for a big magazine like that A, this is a a common thought, not just for the writer, but for all of the other people that okayed this article. That's a subconscious, like, yeah, you're right. You know, curly hair, it's not professional. Yeah. Was a real sad slap in the face. Mm. Because like you said before, like, think about what curly hair signifies. Yeah. If we... Put, if we take this off of black people, but put it into movies yes, for a minute, and, and, I, and I won't draw black women as examples because sure. I think that this might sort of prove my point. Yes. Um, any movies with makeout, well, sorry, with uh, makeover Makeovers. scenes, Clueless, when Ty got her makeover, Princess Diaries, when Anne Hathaway's character got her makeover, mm-hmm. Pretty Woman, when Julia Roberts' character got her makeover, those were all women with curly hair. And like that became straightened. That became straightened. And the idea was like, these women are wild and they need to be tamed. They're crazy. They're only here to have a good time and have fun. Right. And then as they learn about quote unquote life and class and class, the hair straightens out. All of a sudden, like the personality calms down, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they have, and you accept them more, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, we're we're led to believe that they are oh, more geez. attractive. Mm-hmm. So essentially, we also have been somewhat brainwashed totally. to believe that that is true. No, not somewhat, a hundred percent brainwashed. You're right. <laughs> Completely. Completely. Definitely. Yeah. Which I think that's the the bigger. Um, travesty for me Mm. because it's not just a black girl hair thing at this point it's like any young girl that has curly hair yeah i'm sure is going through a very similar experience of wanting to be reflected right but being told whether consciously or subconsciously your hair is not good enough thus you are not good enough yeah yeah and in order for you to be this or do that you know somehow is gets subconsciously gets reflected in the hair yeah and i'm not quite sure when 
people became their hair. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I don't know or, when that or happens. like I mentioned before, like, we have attached so much meaning to the hair. Mm-hmm. Versus, let's say there is someone in an office. She has amazing, curly, big, full, beautiful hair. And she is the most professional person ever. Yeah. On time, completes her assignments, sends all the emails, does everything right. Mm-hmm. She's professional. Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with her hair? Right. Agreed. Absolutely nothing. There's plenty of women in our who serve in our armed forces that would say the same thing. Yeah. Because our armed services does not uh, allow for... Curly hair? It doesn't allow for natural hair. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. So they have to straighten it when they're... I think it service? has to be cut. Oh, I think I that goes. Mean. I think that's all in line with like standards of appearance. Like oh. soldiers have to cut their hair right, really right, right, short. Right. It's I think all it's... about the look, the uniformity, yeah, the, the discipline, the, right, the nothing getting in the way of totally. But like, there have been what, black women. What that their have mission said, is exactly. Yeah. But though there are black women that say, if I choose to serve my country, why can't I do it with my hair. locks or yeah. natural hair if it's pulled back into little like uh, puffy right. buns yeah, or yeah, buns yeah, yeah. or yeah. braids or whatever? Um, yeah, that's. That's definitely been a, a so fascinating to me. So that makes me, that inspires me or maybe first fuels me to, to as an artist, sort of play with the idea of, of doing the opposite or, or using it to your advantage. You know, if you're writing a script, hmm, like, say more. do you, um, if you are writing a script about a professional, uh, do you then give her a natural look on purpose? And somehow oh, that world, you know what I mean? That it's not about the hair. That that world has is has, it believes, and we don't question. Right. We're not going to think about it because, however, the story's written, and the bosses, and and maybe it's an all women firm have just, and she proves that it's that she's an amazing person, mm-hmm. um, because that's who she is, and not because about her hair. Mm-hmm. And then do you get someone who maybe is a little more, uh unprofessional and young and kind of naive mm. and wild because she- <laughs> because those people exist right Definitely, they do yeah. you know and give her straight hair yeah oh that's interesting know? and huh. and make them black or not black specifically for that reason yeah but and, you know that's like that's my as an artist i like want to challenge that and see how people in today's world can and depending on what media form whether it's network television right. web series I don't know, um, episodic, whatever, uh, embrace that and whether they even do question it on, on, mm. on, on the basis of psychology and their psyche. Um, Interesting. Oh, God, I just I was I just had a point, but it, I was staring outside and I can't remember what I was. OK, keep going. If there's something else. Uh, I was going to say, I, I feel it's, there are a few times in life where I feel extremely connected to white women. And I think when I'm rocking my natural hair and I see a curly haired white woman, like there is a part of me that like feels connected to her. I and there is that. a part of me that will go up to her and go. Your hair looks amazing. Like, yeah. you just need to know that. Because I do think that curly-haired girls, regardless of race, we get... You to- get a... Yeah. Beaten down. A, a, and- a verbal finger-wagging yeah, session. But from the world. From the world. Yeah, absolutely. And so I feel like there is a part of me that wants to build up yeah, my sisters sure. yeah. and sisters, yeah. regardless of what color they are. That's so funny that you mentioned that, because me too, subconsciously, like I've told you this before, even though I'm blessed to have Asian hair, whatever the fuck that means, guys, mm-hmm. it's it's... It's boring, and it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> but it makes good extensions. Yeah, whatever. And weave. I'm just telling no, you. I'm I just know. telling you. I know. Like, Asian Which, hair is definitely, like... The standard, and the Japanese training treatment, yeah. and all this shit that, yeah. of course, there's this money poured in, and and I am very, very lucky, and I see the the differences in all the hair and in the industries, and but I think, because I'm aware of that, mm-hmm. super aware, mm-hmm. that I do somehow also want to build that, like, having someone who has, I guess, quote-unquote, the perfect hair right like 
tell me, let's say I have cur- like I'm a, a a a woman with full natural curls, mm-hmm. have someone with that kind of hair that society ideal idolizes tell me that I have beautiful hair somehow like do you know what I mean yeah, I, I like I like to play that opposite role I do and so yeah. when we are at the restaurant like multiple times I'll see Latina girls I'll see half black half white girls and I know instantly like it, for me it, it's not just because of but I truly tr- because I've had boring white white boring black <laughs> straight Asian hair my entire life mm-hmm. it is something that I want and you know everyone always wants opposite black straight hair wants curly curly hair wants straight and it'll be forever that um, to a certain extent Yeah. and I admire and I do find it so beautiful because no matter how much I try no matter how much money I put into my hair I will never ever ever in the world have that much volume in well my that's hair. not technically true you can get a perm. I can get a perm. But it, it won't be... It, it won't be that, that sort of volume. You no, know, it won't come from my roots. About. Yeah. It'll... It'll and, come and, from a chemical. Yeah, and even yeah. then, it's just this thing of knowing that it's not... That's not me. Right. You know, it's this thing that I've put on, and it almost feels a little costumey. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I It's kind of how I feel like false eyelashes, because I have really, really... Like, if Got I had it. bigger eyelashes, it'd be different. But I have really tiny, like non-existent eyelashes uh-huh. that when I do it, it I love it but it almost gives me this weird like it's like this is not me this is not me it's like getting Botox or yeah. you know like lip injections something that you're just like I'm changing Got myself it. because it's something that I feel like I need and want for bigger eyes Right. but I know it gives me this weird feeling of like enjoy it but that like and I have that struggle with with eyes in general because I have if, if you guys have seen from our pictures or not on Instagram I have um, I have a monolid mm-hmm. And so it's been a struggle for me to really embrace that. And I know we've talked about it a little. But then it gives me, like, I was in Japan two years ago, and we were getting dolled up, and I put fake eyelashes, and I just, like, loved how big my eyes were. And there's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. It almost, it's good, but then realizing that, like, I can't get attached to it. Like, you know what I mean? I have to love it and enjoy the process, but then when I do take it off, still love my small eyes. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a little bit of that, of, like, I will never have that. So let me just praise and uplift and support the women who already have that and yeah. have them love it. Definitely. Because don't get me wrong, For I sure. love my straight hair. Yeah. I think it's beautiful and I, I do love it. But, but you know, it's... Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I think... Um... I think a lot of African-American women women are on a journey to accept their natural hair. And I yeah. hate when white America says to black America, just embrace your natural hair. Yeah. And when I say white America, I mean, like, you know, all of us black chicks have at least one or two white girlfriends that are like, I love your natural hair. You should just wear it more often. <laughs> like, just, just do like it. That. <laughs> and I think that's such an ignorant thing to say because white women do not have to go on a journey of acceptance through their hair. Yeah. They don't have to learn to accept their right, hair. Right. And the very few, if any, politics that that white hair has, yeah. black women do. Which is because I've actually, and now that makes me self-reflect, because I know I've told you that. I, I'm not I'm coming not, down I mean, on you. No, like, I know. But like, <laughs> don't just, feel weird. Just me like realizing through this episode like how much work and how much it actually takes yeah and and the acceptance and the journey and it starts when you're really young Mm -hmm. and it's like a a whole journey of it Um, totally i wonder if kerry washington on scandal or if obama michelle obama ever wore their hair naturally i know that michelle obama recently posted a picture to her instagram of her with cornrows yeah in college i saw that college i don't know i've never seen like natural hair and yeah. I think of the vein that you're talking about yeah. Carrie Washington has definitely rocked her natural hair I don't but know but has if she Michelle... rocked it on the show Scandal yes she has yeah 
Okay. She has. And she's I've done it on the red carpet, too. That I've seen. I loved, there's one episode that I caught, maybe multiple episodes of How to, Wait, How to Get Away with Murder, where Viola Davis, like, comes home from the office, and she lit- you see her literally take her whole face and wig off. I've seen this episode. And yeah. I, when I saw that, I was mesmerized. I was like, this is am- this is true life. Mm-hmm. This is, like, that was the first time I ever saw a character who was black mm-hmm. start, like, pe- literally peel her fake eyelashes off. Yeah. That aren't drag queens. Right, You right. know? And, and then, and then uh, I'm not well-educated or I didn't, like, can't tell that it's a wig. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that it's her straight hair. But then she goes ahead and takes shocks me with takes her, her. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is this is great. This is this is what we what we need. We need like that life sort of shoved in our faces. And yeah, that is normal for sure. No one looks like that a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think um, if there's one thing. <laughs> Any of our white listeners listening, and they're like, if I we have any, if we have any, I hope we do. I God, hope we I do. hope we, we do. do. We like you guys. Um, but As to well. anyone listening, <laughs> if you're wondering, like, how come your friends of color don't rock their natural hair more often? Consider this: you, as a white woman, do not have to ever deal with someone coming up to you and asking you, "Can they touch your hair?" There's no question more infuriating, more dehumanizing, more degrading, and more show pony-esque than a white person asking me with my natural hair, can I touch your hair? I don't care how innocently that question is asked. I don't care how pure your intentions might be. I, I honestly just don't care. No, you cannot touch my hair. And I'm sure that goes, I probably speak for plethora a plethora of black women around the world who often get that question way too often because my thing is like can you touch my hair no i don't know where your hands have been yeah i don't know how clean they are right i don't want you messing up my do yeah and i am not something to be pet as though i am an animal on display in a zoo you said it girl but i cannot tell you how many times i've been asked that question and each time i even though that question is wow. so fucked up, I as a black woman who want and I who want to rage yeah. on this person <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, asking yeah. this question, yeah. I have to like consider my racial politics totally and go, okay, I can't blow up on this white chick because if I blow up, then I'm the bully, yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah, bad yeah, guy. Yeah. Even though her question right, is I perpetuate that up. so-called stereotype. Right, of I don't want to be the angry pop- black yeah. woman. Right, 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 right. And having to like nicely say like, no, you can't. Yeah, like yeah. What, like exactly. What am I, an animal to you? Well, I've had one girl me? say, "Well, if if I can touch your hair, you can touch mine." And <gasps> I looked at her and said, "I don't want to touch your hair." Jeez. Like I don't want. <laughs> You think this is not is. like give a little get a little yeah. like this is not let's make a deal right right um i don't want to touch your hair it's cute it's in like a little you know yeah. white girl hair bun yeah. and that's cute um but yeah no you can't touch our hair wow solely because if you wouldn't ask that question of someone of another race or someone of your yeah, own race totally don't ask that question of someone who is not of your race yeah. that's similar to asking someone right. where are you from no yeah. really where are you from yeah 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 you never ask a white person that no, never. Never. Though I was getting my nails done yesterday, and one of the nail technicians, who's Vietnamese, wasn't there. Uh-huh. And I guess her regular came in and was like, oh, where is she? And the gentleman said, oh, she's at home. And the white woman said, is she at home or at home home? Uh-huh. And I had to, sitting in that in that chair, I had to stop myself, Jackie. I couldn't say anything. Oh. I wanted to, like, put this chick in check. I couldn't. No. no. Like, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Just, eh. But yeah. no, she's at home, 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 bitch. Exactly. One third home. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I would have like done something like that. 
Uh, yeah. So those that, that sort of ignorance still is out there, yeah. and that and it still exists, and it's totally. Yeah, I was just having I was having this conversation with this white girl, and th- for that play that I'm in for the French festival, yeah. And she she's amazing. She's really open, and we were just I was really having a really honest conversation about her about what it's like to be Asian and and dating and uh, how people ask me where I'm from, and she was like, Yeah, that's true. She was like, I never get asked where I'm from, and I'm mm-hmm. like, You're right. Yeah. Maybe I should start doing that. You so, know? Yeah. Just being exactly. Like, well, where are you from? No, but where are you really? From. Right. Because I know your ancestors probably came from Germany. Maybe Ireland. Ireland. Scotland. Right. Exactly. Or whatever. Where like, is your tartan? Yeah. Where is your plaid? Do you even know? Because you're probably not cultured. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I like, do. I Totally. I mean, and that's a really valid point. Like, no white person has ever asked that. But mm-hmm. anyone of a different race, especially if you look different or definitely if you speak differently, yeah. that is a question that I think a lot of white people like to frame yeah. in the context of... Of, I'm interested in anthropology. I'm just curious. I By never the way, ha- yeah, exactly. Might as well. Like it's just so innocent. It's just a question. It's so fascinating that you brought up about your hair because because I have maybe the most sought out hair. Yeah, I've had people just straight up grab my hair. Oh. Like they don't ask. But I wonder if that's a your hair thing or a racial politics thing. Right. Like what? It, like now that makes me wonder because, in a way, I'm okay with it. But uh-huh. is it okay? Is Am I okay with it on a more psycho like subconscious level because I know that my hair is like the sought after the good hair the whatever that means uh-huh. exactly but in a way if like if it's a stranger I know I've had strangers just be like oh I love your hair and they're touching it in a way it's kind of like it it could be along the lines of like why you know why are you touching my hair like right. I didn't that's kind of See, like what, what makes you think you can just touch my hair? Right, without asking. Without asking. And to me, you now just telling me that, I thought immediately, well, people ask me because I'm black, so there's a right. whole different... And do people or do people think I'm okay because I'm okay with it because I'm Asian? Yeah. Because and I'm like, submissive and I won't and say docile? anything? Right. Exa- right. That's exactly where my mind went. Yeah, maybe I should turn into an, a- an angry Asian woman. You tell me how that goes. You tell me how the world receives you. Yeah, I just, I, I don't. Just a thought. I think I remember I was in line for Ralph's. I was like checking out for something, and that was some white woman was like, my, my, uh, my daughter-in-law is Chinese. Just like started talking like out of nowhere, not even like blah blah blah. And I'm like, what makes you think you can just? Like, say, like, you know what I mean? Because in her mind, she's trying to show you that she yeah. gets you and right. she she can connect with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different episode. Whole different, but, I, but just along the lines of, like, just, like, what makes you think that that's okay? And, like, you know, and then, and is it that just, like, the docile Asian thing? And anyways, I'm going to pay attention and see if anyone grabs yeah. my hair. So all in all, all things said, please, if you're listening, don't ask a black girl about her hair. <laughs> Black so. hair is its own beautiful, beautiful obstacle. It really is. We, we can't get it wet because then it frizzes. Okay, there. Now you know. We don't like to sweat it out because it frizzes again. There, I've answered your question. It grows. It grows. We're not all chicken head running around. Yeah. We wear extensions and wigs. You guys wear extensions and wigs and weaves. They're all called the same thing. They I don't are. care if the white beauty supply store wants to call it one thing and the black beauty supply store calls it another yeah. if you're wearing fake hair you're wearing a weave regardless of what race you are <laughs> i just have to put that put out it there. out there girl put it yeah. out we use cream of nature we use miss Je- jesse's we shop at sally's beauty supply you guys are wonderful enough to get your hair care at target or the local grocery store and that's good but when you see our hair care products don't turn your nose up and go ugh. What is what that? What is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And be judgmental. Right. Because 
it's the shit that we have to use. Yeah. And then be grateful for the hair that you have because yeah. in and of itself, it's part of who you are and it's and you have hair. Just like just be grateful because you could be bald. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. And no one, no one wants a bald girl. It's just, well, Unless know. you're Michonne from Walking Dead. Uh, oh, or, deny. Yeah. Or I mean, sorry. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I can get down with the girl with the bald head. Me too, actually. I can way yeah. get down. I mean, like, more like if you shave it bald, but like if you're losing your hair, oh, that's what I mean. Like bald if by choice versus. Yeah, like Amber Rose, like, you know, rocking that like shaved yeah. head look, I think could be really, really sexy, like G.I. Jane, totally. all this shit. But I think I'm, what I'm saying is, like, be grateful you have hair because you could be losing hair. <laughs> and no one wants to be losing like hair. Like in The Craft, when yeah. Marsha Brady's character's hair starts falling out because she's an asshole That's, to the black girl, oh, the yeah. black witch, and they put a spell on her. Yeah, that. be happy that you're not that girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if you would like to give us your thoughts on this episode, please reach out to us on the gram at Black and Yellow Podcast. Or you can find us both individually. I am Alana Webster. On the gram, I am at Renegade of Fun. I'm Jacqueline Chung Young. And it's the same on Instagram. Um, this uh, episode is produced by Christian Hughes at Zeit Heist. And if you want to find more episodes, go ahead and hop on to Spotify, follow us, or Apple Podcasts, follow us, and rate and review us uh, to let us know how we're doing. Yeah, please do. Have a great summer, guys. Stay cool. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.